What up, Oasis people? We are back. We got another podcast for you. We're going to talk all about mentorship. But before we get there, we are going to chat just a little bit about celebrities. Because whether we like it or not, celebrities, they're mentoring us. That's an aggressive way to put it. (laughs) That is, but it's... They're influencing. They're they're definitely influencing. So I want to ask you two the question. You came on harder than I was expecting. (laughs) In this? Yeah. It was great. I'm I'm ready for it. But man, I wasn't ready. I said a tone way too intense for this (laughs) question. You came on super hard, which is awesome. What celebrity has deeply... Just kidding. It doesn't have to be deep. What celebrity has impacted you two? Yeah, I think, I mean, without a doubt, JC. (laughs) Literally the most famous person in the history of the world. (laughs) He's a Christian comedian. Jesus. Jesus. That's what that's, that's, that's what you're going that's, with. He's the, he's the literally the most famous person probably in the history of the this world. This is when I need the like pad that really noises where I can like, <laughs> like a buzzer, buzzer, yeah. buzzer, <laughs> buzzer. Okay. I mean, honestly, only because I'm trying to think of like who have I quoted the most in my life, just mm. randomly. I mean, it's uh, Steve Carell. Mm. Yeah, he'd be up there. It's that's more Michael movie. Scott than Steve Carell, but, but. Mm-hmm. yeah. Jaina? I feel like I have to go with the super obvious answer for me. That everybody's going to know who it is. Harry? Harry Styles. Yeah. I've got <laughs> just, a lot of jokes just, off of that, but just I just really refrain. love him. He's always very kind. and He's now an Avenger. Yeah. I'm pumped for that. What? Well, he's not an Avenger. He's an Eternal. Who cares? They're, so they're different. <laughs> he, he is somewhere in the Marvel universe of star people. Let's go. Yeah. Star people. <laughs> for me, uh... Of course, not JC, but instead JB. That's the correct mm-hmm. answer. And if you would have said anything else, I would have <laughs> called you. Yelled out. at him. From when he first released Baby until his latest triple deluxe album, triple chunk deluxe or whatever he called it. It was so, I was like, what is this? Triple but, chunk. And just even like when he puts in the middle of the album, just a two second clip of Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> that has nothing to do with any of the songs in the entire album. That just speaks so deeply to my soul. <laughs> yeah, but I love Justin Bieber. Uh, otherwise, I'd probably say like John Piper or like <laughs> Michael W. Smith or <laughs> Guys, that works. you know just those really Sandy really Patty. Fa- <laughs> 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 those really famous people. Who yeah, they not, might not even know who those people are. Some people are yeah, saying that's fair. That's okay. Yeah. They're good. They're good people. Yeah, probably but, Justin Timberlake also. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've followed his haircuts multiple times in my life. Wow, hundred percent. Even okay. the one where you middle of COVID looked like you were depressed. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. Well, I was first of all. Let's get it straight, Brennan. I was seasonally depressed. Um, I'm not making light it of wasn't that, a sorry. good. It wasn't a good look. But yes, the, the first time I ever buzzed my head was after his In the Woods album. I thought not In the Woods. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't know. Was that anyway, was. it was awesome. And I was like, mm-hmm. I saw the picture, and I was like, Abby, he's just a wannabe it. Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Who? Justin Timberlake. You mean JB is a wannabe JT? First of all, get the order, get the order right. And they're both wannabe JCs. Yeah, correct. Although I don't think Timberlake Jumpers cares about following Timberlake's Jesus. Timberlake's career is probably twice as long as Justin Bieber's and at this twice point. as big. Yeah, just give it, a, give it time. No, don't hate on the most talented musician Listen, of our generation. Do you need to stop? <laughs> okay, let's okay, dive in. Wow. Let, let's let's. 
course correct this old train wreck. <laughs> what what is mentorship? If we're going to talk Ooh, about this, like let's get a let's get a good yeah. oasis. Is that what we're talking about today? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sweet. Let's get a good oasis definition out there. Of what do we what do we want to say? Uh, usually, someone with greater knowledge or experience, and usually, honestly, someone older because they tend to have more experience and tend to have. That's not always the case. More knowledge when they give either direction or training. It's it's a huge, in my my mind, listening relationship. Mm. And one thing that always helps me is when someone gives an example to help back like a definition because I'm mm. more of an example learner than I am like a a word guy. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, what's an example <laughs> of mentorship that helps kind of cement that definition? Like a personal or in general? No, no, just in general. So, like. So, like, when Usher mentored Justin Bieber? <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, see, Perfect. that speaks to my soul. That. Brendan's like, I get it. I, get, I understand. I get it. mentorship that, that was a mentorship role. I must he move. found him on YouTube, brought I'm, him in. Moved to taught Canada. Him, taught him the ways. <laughs> now, then moved to America. Get close to Usher. That's great. What? It's 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 a oh what's the rat's name in Ninja Turtles? Ratatouille? No, I don't know. I'd never watched anyway Ninja Turtles. What's Gus Gus? Mas- it's Masters Gus from Cinderella. It's Master Splinter. <laughs> Splinter's the bad guy, I think. No, no, that's right. Is it Master Splinter with so. with the Ninja yeah, Turtles? I think so. Mentorship. Yeah, that's good. How is a rat mentoring turtles? Listen, you it's Ninja Turtles, it. man. I've never watched it. Oh, so. you're missing out. Yeah, I will. I will send you the new ones with like the real. No, like, it's kind of nice. I don't. Hmm. I don't like it as much as the '90s. Whatever. Generational Story. difference. <laughs> <laughs> Another serious question before we lose it again. Yeah. Uh, people often confuse, mix, match the definitions of discipleship and mentorship. Yeah. And so, how do we kind of? sort that out before we even move forward yeah what's discipleship and how does that compare to this idea of mentorship yeah i would i would start with i think mentorship is a is a tool that is used in a discipleship relationship Mm. so like discipleship we would define as being spiritually formed or conforming to the image of christ you're becoming more like jesus um for the sake of others and the glory of god like am i becoming a disciple it's like i'm specifically desiring to be more like Jesus in every area of my life holistically. Well, mentorship plays a role in that because in mentorship, there's listening and there's instruction, there's guidance. And in mentorship, if specifically someone's older who's gone before me, well, they can instruct me based off my what I'm sharing, what's going on in my life, and how to specifically become more like Jesus. But a mentorship role doesn't have to just be in your faith. Mm-hmm. You can be mentored in school and in, in, in career and in like job that you want to look for in parenting. Like there's just mm-hmm. different things that you can be mentored in yeah so if mentorship is just the piece of discipleship is it necessary like if i was sitting there listening to the other end of this podcast and i don't know if i'm really being <laughs> mentored by anybody like do i now need to just because i listen to this podcast yeah i would lean more heavily on yes but just because i know the benefit of it mm-hmm. but maybe probably not necessary why 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 do you say like float the middle ground because i think in my mind we've Again, we just define the difference between discipleship and mentorship, that they're two different things. Discipleship is necessary for life, period, as a follower of Jesus. And yes, mentorship plays a type of role, but you don't need to have necessarily a separate mentorship relationship. But it's beneficial. So the question is probably better asked, should you do mentorship rather than do you need to, right? Yeah, And the answer is, yeah, if you can. And sometimes it might be seasonal. You might need to push in for a little while to step into a mentorship relationship, and maybe it's easy you need to step away from it. And yep. um, so, yeah, if it's definitely beneficial, we would 
not question that whatsoever. We'd actually mm-hmm. stand for that. Um, but figuring out when and where and how is what probably you need to do and reflect yeah. on and ask God to give insight to. <laughs> ben is over here dying in the corner because he ate some Mexican food Listen. that is making him very gassy. <laughs> for the last 24 hours, <laughs> I have... I love so we have a restaurant called Guadalajara's in Brookings, South Dakota. It's a big Eastern uh, Mexican restaurant. Eastern South Dakota, I should say. It's great. Said I said Eastern. I was like, where is he going? With this? Eastern South Dakota, Watertown, Sioux Falls. There's Brookings. one in Rapid. One in Rapid, one in Rapid. Yeah. Okay, never mind. So Rapid knows what's up, and it just has crushed my gut the last 24 hours. And I'm and I and then I just had Qdoba, just chips and queso. Mm-hmm. So there's gas happening. And I need to apologize to so, Jana and Brennan. We're going to quickly wrap up this podcast <laughs> and get out of this room. Just kidding. <laughs> so what's it look like for you? Like mentorship, if, if this is our definition of coming alongside someone as they have greater wisdom or, or experience or, or knowledge and they kind of train you or give you direction. What does that look like in your life? Yeah. So early on when I first started in ministry, um, I've had a couple different mentors over the last couple of years, but um, our youth pastor at the time when I started, um, I would meet with him semi-regularly and just ask questions about ministry and life and how to do it. And I did the same thing with Aaron later on. Um, and then I now currently still do the same thing with Ryan, who's our family ministry pastor, of just sitting down and being like, um, like, hey, how do we walk through this with people as pastors? Or, um, hey, what's this the theological like? Um, belief and, and how does that make sense and so um, yeah that's what it's looked like for me is just mm-hmm. seasons of and I've met with a couple different people not because I didn't enjoy any of those people but it's just nice to get different perspectives yeah, for sure what about you Ben yeah most of the mentorship that I've had in my life has been a part of discipleship relationships and so like I'll go back the very first time Rick Whiff who's the Oasis College Young Adult Pastor here at Grace Point like he's the first person who took in one an interest in like wanting to help me in my faith, but also he's the one who I would go to for life instruction, life guidance, just whatever's happening. Like that's just what happened. And then had multiple other ones. Like the, I mean, the most recent ones here are like Steve Norby. I'll go talk to him mm-hmm. about random stuff. It's a lot of times like I want to go seek advice on life, like get mentored in an area, whether it's parenting or, or, or marriage mm-hmm. and or pastoring in my role mm-hmm. and in our career uh, with someone who's kind of been where I know I'm going yeah, uh, or who's been where I'm at right now. Yeah. So it sounds like for both of you, it's kind of happened organically through your, your role Honestly, here at the church. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So what if someone like doesn't yeah. quite have that or like they're not in a church setting or like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> how do they find mentors or how do they go about engaging in, in whatever you found here. Yeah, I think, well, people may ask you <laughs> to want to like either met you or you may need to go find someone. So you just need to be intentional about going and asking. Mm-hmm. And that starts first with recognizing like, okay, if I want a mentor, I feel like I need mentors in my life. Usually with that, there's a need that pops up. There's something mm-hmm. within you that either personal life, spiritual life, professional life, schooling, whatever's happening in your life relationally, that like, hey, I need some guidance. I need life insurance. I need someone to listen to who's, again, gone where I've gone, who has more experience and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it's knowing what the need is, like what is within you, and specifically being able to like clarify that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's personal mentorship? Like, I feel like we hear it a lot when it comes mm-hmm. to professional, like, oh, I'm pursuing med school. I'm going to talk to someone who's been there, done that, yeah. and helps me with the application, with the, the school process. Like, that makes sense. But when it comes to personal mentorship, I feel like that gets really blurry with 
discipleship in the Christian world. One area that I think of that I've actually been a part of different people's lives is time management mm-hmm. and discipline. Like not even not, not spiritual discipline, like life discipline, mm-hmm. like chores, <laughs> like not what do you, what do you do with your time and how do you use your time? Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. For a yeah. personal standpoint. That's good. For me, I think it's just like the random questions. Like, who do you call when you have like a random personal question? Like, I think I've called Ben like 20,000 <laughs> times when Allie and I are sitting at supper having a question about whatever. Like, there was one day we were having a discussion of like, how do you navigate your future kids' friends? Like, what if mm. they have, they make friends at school that you don't <laughs> like who they're hanging out with? Like, and so we had this discussion. And in the end, I was like, I'm calling Ben. <laughs> And so he's just sitting on the other end, not expecting this call. But that's kind of like a little bit of personal mentorship yeah. where it's just I had you as a resource to come and to ask that's this good. question because you had more knowledge in that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your kids all have incredible friends, right? Yep. And they're, so you've done it perfectly. Otis done, is super popular. They've done Lots everything. Of friends. <laughs> Otis may not have any friends <laughs> ever. If he doesn't get rid of the mean mug, the, he, he has not. a mean mug that scares me. <laughs> My favorite thing. <laughs> When, in the nitty gritty, mm-hmm. how do you find a person? So if you're someone recognizing that, okay, it's not really happened naturally for me, mm-hmm. and I do, I just feel like I need a mentor in this area, like whatever yeah. it is, spiritual, personal, professional, school, mm-hmm. how do you find them? Yeah. When you identify what that need is, look at who's around you that maybe has expertise in that or just has more life experience or knowledge. Who do you respect? Who maybe is available? And and reach out to them with that ask uh, with an understanding of they may say no, but they also may say yes. And when you have a clear, um, like, need, you know what you're coming in with, that can make it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then additionally, like, ask for help. Ask, um, you know, people – in your church or uh, ask your pastors, us, of, hey, I, I want to step into this and I'm looking for someone. Do you have any suggestions or would you be part of that? Or, you know, mm-hmm. it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. I think some of the cool thing about the church is just its ability to resource people yeah. in a bunch of different ways. It's like, this is, sounds crazy. Like if you're a, a, a want to be a dental student and mm-hmm. you just can't find a dental mentor. Oh. Like we have dentists at Literally, Grace Point. Yeah. Like three different dentists. Or like that, this is a broad, like it could be Mm -hmm. mechanic, it could be business owner, business owner, entrepreneur, anything. You come to us, like we, we, not especially, not just us three at the table, but the whole staff Mm -hmm. and some of Mm -hmm. our core volunteers know a bunch of people. And so we can point you even in a professional way towards great mentors. Mm -hmm. This is happened with a close friend last year, like who, who went to Landon. Like Mm -hmm. we have Mm -hmm. a guy who's an amazing contractor and, and, and he owns a company working construction. Who's an incredible follower of Jesus and leader in our church that like they connected Mm -hmm. and like, that's Mm -hmm. an aspect of my, so like it was just him asking questions like, Hey, who can I go talk to about construction? Absolutely. It was really good. But we don't think of the church quite that way. Yeah, for sure. We like and to think be. of, like, if I'm going to ask the pastor yeah. to connect me with a mentor, like, it needs to have this incredible spiritual, spiritual element. And probably in that conversation, there might be something mm-hmm. that comes up because you're two Jesus followers looking yeah. to. Yes. But it's more than Why do that. we do that? Let's go there. Let's just do it. Why do we do what? Like, it's it, to me, that's just like the classic separation of the spiritual mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and, and the professional. When there shouldn't be, in reality. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's one of the benefits of when you look to the church to resource you is we're going to resource you, Christian. So then you not only get to have yeah. a conversation about the secular, quote unquote, secular or professional, but 
the element of faith and how yeah. that plays into work and life is wrapped up in there. Whereas if you just are a dental student and you walk into a dentist's office and say, hey, can you mentor me? Yeah. They may not be there and they may be thinking, oh, this needs to be professional. But yeah. when you know, when you come in the expectation, like, hey, we're both Christians and that is open to put, be part of the conversation, like it doesn't need to be separate. Yeah. Um, and I think it just depends on who you're, who you're mentoring with mm-hmm. or being mentored by. Part of it, I think, is like, we really want things clean cut. Mm. We don't like the messiness that life often offers us. And so we'd rather have a personal mentor and a spiritual oh, yeah. mentor. Compartmentalize yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. And you're my professional person. And you teach me what it looks like to be a school. And you're my parent mm. mentor. And right. we want everyone like a Google mm. tab where we can go mm. and ask that yeah. person specific questions. But the hard part of that is it doesn't function, just like yeah. Jana was saying, as that they're all mixed together. Like how mm-hmm. you function as a Christian is going to affect how you function in your job. And so, but that gets messy. Yeah. yeah. And it's easier if we can compartmentalize. That's just not a reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good question. We want the waffle, question. not spaghetti. What? I get it. <laughs> yep. I don't like it. I don't it. get that. <laughs> the waffle has little holes in it, little boxes, little compartments. Little compartment. Okay. It's it's Spaghetti used as a, it's normally oh, used man. as an analogy, which is a terrible I've analogy this before for men's one. and women's how men and women think and operate. Terrible analogy for it because then it's what? assumption that all women are are able to have the spaghetti like mind and able to think through and multitask and like everything's oh. always on their mind. Where men are like, no, I can only think and do it one thing at a time. It's again terrible. Why did analogy. I imi- immediately think women were waffles? I kind of thought that too. Oh, I, maybe it is that way. See? I don't know. What kind of waffle? Me I've and Abby are so I've different that we are just that... every so opposite. Yeah. If women were waffles, what kind of waffle would they be? That's a great question. <laughs> are they like a Stroop waffle? Oh. Are they like a chocolate chip waffle? Keep Every going. woman is unique. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> They're their own I, waffles. That's good. That's good. <laughs> don't, I don't put love, us in a box, I don't love Brennan. that, but that's good. <laughs> what should it look like? Uh, waffles? I mean, you got to have a... No. <laughs> You need to. You gotta have some butter and some syrup. No. Or if you're Where? my son, peanut butter. Oh, okay. In mentorship. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> what should mentorship look I, like? If you so like find you say you person. found the person, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So whether yeah, and usually I'm a fan when it comes to mentorship of the mentee going and asking the mentor. It can happen both ways without a doubt. Like there's just it's a reality. Uh, but. I think if you're the mentee, like you, you know what you want to be mentored in, like you have the thing or, or maybe it's this holistic of just mm-hmm. life in general and you have the person, one, go make the ask. But as you go make the ask, I would start with, okay, have a good vision and purpose for why you want this. Mm-hmm. Come with it like, hey, I have recognized in this area of my life, I just want some guidance and help. Could you meet with me and, and give the specifics even behind it? Could we meet? Once every two weeks, once a month, once a week to sit down for an hour and talk about blank, blank, and blank. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Start mm-hmm. That's so good because when you start with just – when you start with a lack of that, then it sets your trajectory for the rest of that the, the whole rest of it because usually it's, hey, will you mentor me? And it's like – and even from the mentor's perspective, one – a lot of people who actually could give great advice and life advice have never had an intentional relationship like that. So they don't even like, like, oh, yeah, I'd love to mentor you. And then you sit down on coffee and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, who's supposed to ask? Who's supposed to do what? What are we really doing here? I think just, yeah, it sets up the relationship to be really, really intentional and really yeah. good. Yeah. And part of that becomes, you're hitting on it, right? Like expectations, like mm-hmm. to communicate clearly expectations right from the front is a benefit to both parties. Like if you're a mentee coming to ask a mentor and you say, hey, I'd like to meet every other week, that from the get-go sets in their mind, okay, that's going to cost me one hour, 
two hours a month or whatever. And so that helps them process, can I commit to this? Mm -hmm. But if we come and it's just like, it's just the vague, I'm looking for a mentor, I'm trying to learn this thing and we don't put those expectations on it. For me, if you were to ask me those things, that makes it harder for me to commit because mm -hmm. I don't know if I can sink that much time into this relationship. Yeah. I just don't know if I have that much time. But if there's like a, a plan kind of, and it doesn't mm -hmm. need to be every detail, like mm -hmm. Tuesdays at right. 6 a.m. every, like we don't need that. <laughs> I would prefer that personally. We'll get there. But yeah. But when an initial Not ask, initially. it should be at yeah. least more yes. and more polished so yeah. that we can have vision and purpose and direction and clear expectations. Yeah. Then you get to meet. The two of you are together. You get in coffee or lunch or you go to their office, whatever works. I Pause. I'm going to continue to ask this question. I like the idea of mentorship that functions more in, integrated with life. Like some, most mentors, the people mm -hmm. who we would look up to, respect, and are, don't have a ton of availability. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so as mentees, I feel like a lot of people need to learn a flexibility that sometimes your mentor meeting needs to be at the grocery store as they're shopping yeah. for groceries. Right. Or mm -hmm. at their house as they're taking care of the kids or folding laundry or like, you know, something like that. It depends on the relationship, but to get more flexible that not every time do they have an hour to go and get coffee. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think that's, that's helped me in like changing what the official mentor meeting can look like. But once you do mm -hmm. get into that conversation, that, that meeting, whatever it looks like, what should you do as a mentee? What's your role to play? Yeah. Come prepped, come prepared. You have set those expectations of what you want to talk about. So come with questions, come with insights. Uh, don't just come expecting them to just start talking. But how do you start that conversation? How do you pour in? Like you've asked them to pour into you. So how do you come with the posture of being able to receive um, and being a part of that? And so just recognize that you're not just there to sit down and chat, but that you have intentionality and purpose. And so prep yourself for that mm -hmm. as the mentee yeah. to really glean what that person has for you because why do you think we add that little caveat that it's like you're not just there to chat what makes you can chat with anyone mm -hmm. you can just have a conversation with anyone if you want to if the need within you that you've recognized you want help with some sort of a guidance advice someone to list, listen and then give teaching or direction like if you know what that thing is, you should be able to come with questions about it because you're literally experiencing it. If you just show up and just assume, well, we'll just chat and things will happen, sometimes you sit there in silence, which yeah. in some cases isn't bad. But if the intentionality of the relationship is like a mentorship relationship, mm -hmm. like you can go chat with anyone. You're not going to get mm -hmm. what you want without the questions. I just yeah. think there's something about the mentorship relationship where you don't need to spend 20 minutes of your time talking about how the Vikings are terrible every year. <laughs> you know, like that's a conversation you don't need to have in your select one hour that you might only get once a month or so. Mm -hmm. What about adding value to the mentor? I feel like this is a hard idea, but something that can be so beneficial that even if you come to receive from them, that you can still add value back into their life. So what does that look like? Well, even what you talked about, this idea of living life to, or not living life together, that, that to me leans more discipleship, but this idea of like having it integrated into life. And so it's like, especially if there's someone you know and like, hey, I, I this is a person I want to speak into my life that I want to like help give advice that I want to ask and process questions with. Like don't and, and you don't know if they have time or not or they look like they're really busy. This is something where I'd say, hey, I know you got three kids. Like, can I come and watch your kids Thursday night so you and your wife can go on a date? 
Like, can I, like, can I, hey, I'm, I'm going to get coffee. Can I bring you coffee tomorrow morning before you go to work? Mm. Just different stuff like that. So it's, yeah, it's, it looks like chorish type stuff. But honestly, that actually opens up an opportunity. Cause here's, here's the thing. Here's where I'm at right now. I can maybe, and we'll maybe do one to two mentoring relationship at a time. I won't do any more than that. Just because I don't have time. If someone has 20 hours to give you a week, I don't know if that's someone you want to (laughs) necessarily mentor you. I think that's a good point though. I mean, that's. Just to be honest, yeah. <laughs> like I, I would, I would check that a little bit, but like for me, it's like, if you start doing that, all of a sudden it's like, I'm going to want you in my life. It sounds selfish, but in that, like, I'm also going to be intentional in that relationship. I mm-hmm. can see that there, you are wanting to add value and help me out in whatever's happening in my life. And it doesn't have to be those specific things, but there's just different, different ways. Um, and so I was like, all right, then I'll like the grocery store thing is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I just, I love that. I think some of it is like. When we do the first couple of things, when we come with clear vision and expectations, when we ask really good questions and like we provide our own like insights, like, hey, you ask a business question and they give you an answer and then you've learned something in a class that you feel like, yeah. hey, this might be That's applicable. Yep. Like that helps sharpen yep. them too. Like teaching is the best, one of the best ways to learn. That's good. And don't assume yeah. that you don't have something to offer. Exactly. That's good. Yeah. I mean, stuff is always changing. And so like what they know, like don't discredit them and think you know more than they, that's the exact opposite of what we're saying. (laughs) And a good mentor will be able to receive from you. Yeah. Yeah. And they should be able Mm -hmm. to, and they should. And that, that makes the the benefit for them even more immense, Mm -hmm. just like you're saying. What about just the consistency aspect? Yeah. I mean, don't, Oh, this has happened to me too many times. I've asked, someone's asked me to, to mentor them and it's, Consistency for me is like, okay, be willing to show up, but then we'll be willing to show up and actually press in. Mm. Like, don't spend 30 minutes talking about the terrible dinner you had last <laughs> night. Or like, don't cancel. Mm. I, and this is something that I'm continuing to learn to get better, which is why I, I have been prone to have too many relationships to where like I've been okay saying yes to too many people mm-hmm. and therefore I get overwhelmed. And then whether it's busy or burden and just it's a lack of good time management that then I have to start canceling things. And the consistency in that just breaks down relationships and breaks down credibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just, mm-hmm. I th- yeah. Consistency in, yes, time and meeting and where that's going to be, that just helps keep the schedule really well, but also just in showing up. Because you said you wanted it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I'd add would just be this idea of gratitude. Yeah. Like if we're, we, we've have had this whole conversation pretty much from the perspective of the mentee and we'll have a little bit more from the pers- perspective of the mentor, I guess, but there should be a gratitude in that in whatever they're able to give you. And that just speaks volumes that adds value back to if we're mm-hmm. grateful and we're able to articulate that and, and show that to them, that should bless them just with simple phrases and gestures. So anything yeah, else to add sure. in that specific section? I don't think so. What about the Bible? What? This <laughs> this book that we Christians like, what does it have to say? I mean, it's loosely, but what does it have to teach about mentorship? Yeah, I mean, you look at the relationships that the Bible has. Um, I like the Paul-Timothy relationship when it comes to mentorship. I think that's a beautiful example, especially if you look at their history and the relationship that they had, of what was a discipleship relationship to start with that turned into just solely a mentorship relationship. Mm-hmm. And so you have Paul and Timothy who've gotten together. Timothy, like Paul literally has called Timothy in his letters a son. So like they live life together. Paul taught him. They live, they, like there was... 
aspects of mentorship when they were on the road together and he was doing ministry with them, but it's just like he was directing him and helping him become more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then Timothy is running his own church that Paul had planted and Paul's not there. So the mentorship idea of like, he's writing him, encouraging him and instructing him based off what's happening in Timothy's life in that moment. So you read first and second Timothy, they're mentorship letters on what it looks like to be a leader in the church. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really beautiful relationship. It's just, and it's, multiple relationships in scripture yeah and i mean you could probably point to like moses and joshua or even jesus and disciples but yeah. those kind of get just get a little bit more blurry between discipleship and mentorship yeah. and just the way we've defined mentorship looks probably the most accurate in the way that paul speaks in timothy's life yeah. when timothy's in his own context doing his own thing on some words even with that it's like okay how do you know the difference again i think mentorship is an aspect of discipleship mm-hmm. but you can have a solely different mentorship so like directing is more of a like i'm going to tell you exactly what to do that's a discipleship thing because mm-hmm. you're helping them like just because they don't know and there are certain aspects become more like jesus where listening is more on the mentorship side like equipping is discipleship assisting someone and guiding them in their life is more mentorship um i think discipleship is way more broad where mentorship is more specific mm-hmm. and so yeah we're going to change the conversation a little bit speak to Someone who may be looking to mentor someone else. What does that look like? You, you look at your life and you think, you know, I feel like I have, I can add value to someone else. Like that becomes what, you've, what you're wrestling with, but you don't have that person you're investing in in that way. How do you, do, should you go about that? Like trying to find a person? What's, what's that process? Because I think there's some people listening who are like, you know, I don't know if I need a mentor right now but I feel like I have something to add to someone who maybe knows less than I do. What do we think about that? Ben's making a face like he has a lot to say. (laughs) I think more people want to be a mentor than they want to actually receive and learn Mm. Mm. when they haven't, or they aren't in community. Mm. And so it's, they have this idea of like, I want to mentor someone and you and most, if not everyone actually has things to offer. Like you just do. Cause based just even literally on life experience, Mm -hmm. you have something to give and to offer. But a lot of times I think, and what I've noticed and seen is people want to be mentors without actually doing the hard work of the relational connection and building sometimes. And so it's, or, or just in the idea of like living in community and being around people. So it's, well, no one's asking me to be their mentors. Like, who are you, who are you around? A lot mm-hmm. of times when I've heard that, it's like, well, you're just not around anyone. They don't yeah. know what you have to mm-hmm. offer because they haven't seen you. They haven't like experienced what you have to experience. And so can you push into going to ask someone to mentor them? Yeah, for sure. I just, I, I, I don't know. I think it's, it can be a both and thing. I just feel like it's an easy trap into pride. Yeah, that, that yeah. could be for sure. Yeah. Of like, I know, I know I've got something to add. I know that I, I should be doing, you know, I just, I just think that could trip into pride really easily. And so I, I would probably prompt someone to reflect yeah. on that just the same yeah. way to mm-hmm. pray through it and ask God to provide someone yeah. rather than yeah. just going out and asking, and asking mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. Like the first person you see who's in your class <laughs> or your, you know, yeah. like that's probably not the yeah. way to go about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I also think too, there's an aspect of going back to that community. Are you in places where you are, um, interacting with those that in whatever area know less than you. So are you around people in your major who are a couple years younger? Mm. Are you like serving in a youth ministry or kids ministry? Like, are you in places where you maybe do know people more where you're just naturally making connections that then maybe God will lead you to a specific relationship where you can mentor and God will set that up. But sometimes it's like, well, I've got four years of this, you know, studying under my belt, so I want to give it to somebody else. So it's like, have you created relationships? Mm-hmm, so yeah. I think that's really good. And I have also found 
that when it's mentor initiated rather than mentee initiated, mm-hmm. it can be kind of difficult because of this whole conversation, like half of it was about like how the mentee should act, yep. act and like how they should come prepared and with questions because really they're looking to glean from the mentor. But mm-hmm. if the mentor is the one initiating, then the mentee probably doesn't take the correct posture. Yeah. So they're probably not as grateful. They're probably not as consistent. They don't probably come yeah. with these questions, you know, because they're not the one who initiated it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you already from the beginning just set up a different dynamic than we find or I find to be what's healthy. Yes, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I would agree. What do you think? Any other final comments on mentorship? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you should all be mentored. By JC. Yes. Jesus Christ. Follow Jesus and his teachings. <laughs> He's got a lot to add to your life for value. And he is the world's greatest, most popular celebrity. Over 2 billion <laughs> followers. Not even on His Instagram. book has been the most number one selling book in the history like of the world. New York Times <laughs> bestseller. <laughs> <since> <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Peace out. Bye. Bye.